Okay, we're talking about community. Let me get started here. What I want to be known as, as is the little church with a big heart. We may be little in stature. We may be, you know, under 100. Most churches in America are under 100. Did you know that? We may be little in stature, but we have a big heart. The Lord told me this week, you need to quit thinking so small. You need to quit thinking so small in the fact that your church is small. We may be small in stature. We may not be one of these big mega churches. We may, not be, we may be small in stature, but we are not small in heart. It doesn't take a lot of people to give back into God's kingdom. You realize that? That if God's called you to give into his kingdom, then he's going to supply you with whatever he needs. It's just that we've got to get the attitude of knowing that God has called me to give. Everybody say that with me. God has called me to give. God has called me to give. All right, let's do it one more time. Let's really mean to put your hand up in the air. God has called me to give. God has called me to give. Now, how many of you believe what you just said? So if you believe what you just said, then you've got to know by God's word that he is going to supply everything you need according to what? I thought it was according to yours. I thought it was according to your past. I thought it was according to your job. Well, wait a minute then. Huh? Wait a minute. Why are we even concerned about the fact of, well, what am I going to live on next week? We've got to get this idea and this thoughts out of our head that, hey, I live according to his riches and glory and not mine. Woo! I'm no longer a slave to fear because I am a child of God, right? We don't fear. We're not afraid of tomorrow. We're not afraid of the things that are going to happen because we know who we are. We're a child of God. We have been called to give. So therefore, we shouldn't have any problems in giving. And especially back to the community. Owasso Pregnancy Resource Center has been, we have adopted this place. And we bring our bottles in every, every year. They bring those bottles in every year. We fill them up. We've got about $600 out of those bottles so far. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. But our goal is always bigger than that because we can do more than that. We just have to make the decision to help out our community. So I want to be known as the little church with a big heart. How about you? So giving back to the community is a big part of a believer's life. If you're a believer, if you're born again, this is a big part of your life. Don't look at me down there like, oh, please do not talk about money. You don't know my situation. You need to build a bridge and get over yourself. Yeah, I love being. Able, I love the summer crowd because it's generally our, you know, our our crowd that's that's here and that knows what's going on and that knows, you know, you're here because you know you need to be here, right? Amen. And so you're going, you get the brunt of everything. You you just get it. You just get it down. I mean, you get we get down and dirty in here on on summers, right? In the summer. So if you're a believer, if you're born again, you're a giver. No matter what your finances look like, no matter how, how, how your finances looked years ago, no, listen, you will start somewhere and you will find out that God will provide. Amen. God will not let you down. You just got to get the attitude of knowing. You got to get the attitude of believing what God's word says. Amen. 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 Come on, stick with me now. Amen. Don't just fade out on me because I'm not talking about what you don't want to hear. Okay? All right, let's go on. 
I've got five verses. I don't know if we'll get to all of them, but the best way I know to light your fire on how to give is go straight to the Word of God because if I can't back up what I'm saying by the Word of God, it's really not any good. Right? So Ethan, go ahead and pull, up, pull us up a verse here, man. Where are you going? 1 John 3, 17, if someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Oh. Yeah, but I don't, you don't understand. I don't live very well. America is the wealthiest nation on the planet. If you're making $25,000, $20,000 a year, you're one of the wealthiest people on the earth. We have a lot of wealthy people in this room that don't even know it. That don't even know it. We tend to look at everybody else, how we think that they're living better than us, guys. Look, getting into a lot of debt, getting into owing a lot of people money just because you can buy a new car is dumb. Right? Every car that you sell... You're, you're selling with cash, right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, that's kind of hard to do. Yeah. But anyway, we need to get to the point to where we're not so in debt that we cannot afford to do what God has called us to do. Amen. We need to be smart with our money. Come on, God, this is coming from the Lord this morning. Yes. Amen. This is not even written down. We need to be smart with what we have. We need to be smart with what God has given us. We need, to, we, need to, we need to have the knowledge of the Word of God that God has already given us. Yes, well, let's go to the next verse since you guys are looking at me like, will you get through this? <laughs> let's go to the next one. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. This is in Psalms. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be remembered. Hmm. They do not fear bad news. They, confident, they confidently trust the Lord to take care of them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered how long? Forever. Tomorrow, till tomorrow. <laughs> Forever. That's a long time. That's a long, long time, folks. You realize that you are going to live forever. Your good deeds are going to be remembered as long as you're going to live in heaven. You have an everlasting life. You're going to live somewhere forever, folks. You've got to make the decision where this is, right? Your good deeds are going to, oh, they will have influence and honor. I'm glad I saw that. They will have influence and honor. How many of you want to have influence? Man, I want to have influence. How many of you want to have honor? Man, we want to have honor. We, we want to honor even more, though. We want to honor the Lord with everything that we have. We want to honor the Lord. If you're griping, I've said this time and time again, if you're griping about your finances, if you don't think that you're going to make it, if, you just don't, if it's just not good, you need to change the way you're talking. If you, can't say, if you can't say that God is providing, just, just don't say anything. You've got to change the way that you're talking. Oh, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. We've got to stop doing that. Amen. Man, I have lived my life. I lived probably half my life like that. I can remember staying up at night wondering, how am I going to pay this bill? 
And I got to thinking about that today. Gina and I have actually have more money than we've ever had in our life. And I still, and it still comes up in my mind. The devil still puts in my mind, what are you going to do? When that bill comes in. What are you going to do? And I got to thinking, that is the dumbest thing that I even let the devil talk to me like that. The dumbest thing. We've got to remember that God's word is much more powerful than anything the devil can say to our minds. Amen. All right, let's go on. Give me another one, Ethan. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then light, then your light will shine out from the darkness. Don't hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Don't hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. All right. Who does not know that song? Huh? Does everybody know that song? Then why are you guys looking at me like that? All right, stick, <laughs> stick your light out. Come on, stick your light. Stick your light up. <laughs> Kitty, put the, <laughs> she's putting her pinky up. Let's just all act like little children in here. Don't hide it under a bushel. No. I'm going to let it shine. Come on. Come on, give it to me. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Now that destiny and... and Kyle didn't do it. You get to get up here and do it in front of everybody. Come on, let's go. <laughs> shine that light in everything that we, we got to shine that light in everything that we do. Amen. Everything that we do. Yeah, but you don't know how I messed up. Well, I messed up too. I mess up every week. Somebody asked me this morning, did you dent anything this week or run into anything? And I had to think about it. I did, man. I had to think about it. I ran into a gas line the other day. It was a 100-pound pressure gas line, and I pulled it right out of the ground and snapped it off. I was sitting there just going, Psh. I was going, I have duct tape. You guys think I'm, I'm joking, but I used duct tape on that gas line. And I called the gas company. I said, I broke that line off. You guys forgot to mark that part of the gas line and I broke it off and I'm just sitting over here and it's just spewing out of the ground. He goes, oh, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I took it more seriously than he did. Sometimes things like that happen. <laughs> That's a pretty good pressure test uh, on that line there, 100 pounds. <laughs> all right, let's go. We got, oh, we got two more. Well, I'm buzzed. I didn't know if I'd get through all these. Oh, we know this verse right here because we used this before. For I was hungry. This is Matthew 25, 35. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. How many strangers do you invite in your home? Oh, my goodness. I was in quick trip the other day in Broken Arrow. And a fellow was sitting there with a gas can like this. And he just waved at me as I walked by. I thought, oh, here we go. So I came back out. He was sitting at the tables. These, those, you know, broken air quick trips actually have tables sitting on the outside of the store. <laughs> Dylan put them there. <laughs> they have tables and he goes, hey man, I need some gas money. Can you spare some change? And I said, well, you know what? I probably can't. So I started digging in my pocket and I said, because that's, you know, I've got some change. So I said, but I want to talk to you first. I did. I said, I want to talk to you first. He goes, oh, yeah? I only had 45 cents in my pocket, by the way, but he took it. I said, man, you know, this is not the way your life needs to go. You do not need to be panhandling in front of Quick Trip. 
said, you got a lot better, you got a lot more things going on with your life. He goes, yeah, I know it, man. I, hey, by the way, I'm not panhandling. I said, yeah, you really are. I said, your life can go a whole lot better than this, but you got to make the decision to do so. And he was, he was tweaking. He was tweaking bad. I said, so, you know, I just want to talk to you, and I, I, I want to appreciate the fact that, you know, I think you can do better. And I shook his hand. He goes, thanks. Didn't try and push anything on him. Gave him 45 cents. Walked away thinking, well, maybe I did some good. Right? Right? When's the last time you, talk, you stopped at a person in front of Quick Trip? Huh? Say that again. Planted a seed. That's what the Lord told me yesterday. We've got to be planting seeds. What kind of seeds are you planting? Because you're either... Did a job for a guy the other day. I took a load of dirt to him and spread it out for him. He was so happy. He threw some Bermuda grass seed on there and then it rained an inch that night. Washed all his seed down the yard. Anybody been there and done that? He said, you know, I worked so hard and my seed was washed away. I'm going to have to rake it back up. You know, sometimes we think, well, that didn't really work out just the way I planned it. That person didn't act like I thought that he would act or she would act. You still planted that seed. Sometimes we got to get back out there and rake stuff up. But you know what? That seed's still planted. Right? Right. I think we got one more. Ethan, we got one more? Sell your possessions. This is like, this is like an axe, isn't it? We talked about everybody selling their possessions. Sell your possessions and give to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven. And the purses, what was that? Back that up again. And the purses of heaven heaven never get old or develop holes. That's interesting. Anybody ever seen this before? Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it and no moth can destroy it. Let me see your purse. Anybody got a purse in here? Oh, yeah. Huh? See, God's purses never get old. They never get holes in them. I was cleaning up my attic yesterday. Those of you who don't know, I've got a, I've got a pretty good-sized attic in my barn. And you, ain't got, you can actually walk into it. And I've been storing stuff for 20 years. Not in that attic. It has gone from one attic to the other. This attic is 600 square feet. And it's eight feet high. So I built that, when I built the barn, I built that storage in it. I've been storing stuff because I sold part of a business and I, I took part of that business and I brought it to my house. I've been storing this stuff for years and I got up there and looked at it and I haven't used any of it. And I got so, I'm starting to get so mad at myself thinking, what have I done? I even, Brian was there yesterday and I said, Brian, I don't even know why I've got this. Do you want it? He said, No. <laughs> I asked him two or three times if he wanted something. He said, no. I thought that stuff was worth something if Dover wouldn't even take it. <laughs> I know your dad. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I've got 600 square feet of storage. I've got stuff in there that I've had for over 30 years. 
20 years in the making. I've just gone from what some of the stuff was my dad's stuff when he was in business and he hadn't been in business in over 35 years. I just thought I just can't get rid of that stuff. Lord said, you need to start getting rid of some stuff. Why? Because the dirt daubers have taken it over. Anybody know what a dirt dauber is? I told Gina for years a dirt dauber couldn't sting. Yesterday I found out they actually can. That, that was your justice for lying to me. <laughs> All those years. Nobody heard that, right? I just, you know, I was up there, I was throwing stuff away, and I was looking in this stuff, and the, the, the rats have destroyed stuff that I've had up there for years. They've just eaten through it. Yeah, yeah, they got to live somewhere, right? They just, they just ruined the stuff that I thought was worth something, and I had it still sitting up there, and it was in rags. It was just, there was nothing left. The dirt daubers just completely take stuff over. I have all this stuff in this, in this barn that, that I'm being taxed every year for, and the stuff is not worth a flip. See, I thought it was. We're storing stuff up in our minds. We're storing stuff up in our houses. We're storing stuff up that's not worth a flip. It's not worth anything. We've become, we've really become spiritual hoarders. In the fact that, oh yeah, but what, you know, you don't know what happened to me years ago. Oh yeah, you don't know this, you don't know this. We're hoarding this up in our minds and it's, and it's really affecting our life today. Over the past four years since my mom and dad have died and Gina's dad died, I have found out that I have been hoarding stuff up, hoarding stuff up, hoarding stuff up. And you know, I bet the three of them, if they could talk to me right now, they'd say, they would tell me, you need to move on to some areas, son. You need to move on. Because I've seen people for years get, just get completely, I mean, just their life is ruined because somebody died. And they're holding on to that for years and years and years and years. I've even got a friend from high school that every year posts his mother in her coffin on Facebook in honor of her. That is not healthy. Do not, listen guys, it's not healthy to post somebody in their coffin on Facebook. Or to have a picture on the wall. I'm not telling you to dishonor them. But you're, you're living in the past if you're doing that. Oh man, I'm talking to somebody this morning. Maybe it's just me. Right? Was that our last one, Ethan? Wow, we went through all five of, five of those. So today... Here's what we're going to do. Next week, we're going we're gonna to let Chris just, just let us just pour into us what's going on with that ministry. But today, we're going to focus on a Wassail Pregnancy resource. And I'm doing this only simply because I just, I just really sense that the Lord, this is what He wants us to do. We're going to pour back into our community. And here's the thing. I've been, I've, been, I've been thinking and praying about this all week, and I said, Lord, how do you want me to approach this? Because I don't ever ask for money. I, I never really ask you all, guys, we got to do this or, or else, you know. you got to give or else. I'm not going to do that to you, but I want to see you and me open a door into our giving this morning to a Wasso Pregnancy Resource Center. We don't need to put a cap on how much we give to a Wassail Pregnancy Resource Center. Amen. We don't need to put a cap on it. The Lord told me, he said, don't even put a cap on it. Don't even say, I just want you to give. 
And he said, I just want you to tell the people that are, that are there tomorrow, from $1 to $1,000, the Lord is speaking to you right now. And the thing about it is, he wants you to know, he's not looking how much money you're giving. Those of, you, those of you teens in here, you're saying, I don't have but a dollar. I don't have but $10. The Lord's not looking at how much you're giving this morning. He wants you to give directly from the heart. There are people in here that, that, that are, you're already in your, in your heart and in your mind saying, I need to give 500 I need to give 1000 I need to just whatever the Lord is putting on your mind. We're going to give that to also Pregnancy Resource Center. And it's not going to be one of those things that, you know, the preacher told me, he made me do this. I'm not making you do anything. I am opening a door for you this morning. We are going to be the little church with a big heart. Amen. Those of you young ones in here, you may have 25 cents in your pocket. We're going to give to the Wassell Pregnancy Resource Center. Whatever you have that you know that you can give to this organization. This is a wonderful organization, folks. Wonderful organization. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you again for Owasso Pregnancy Resource Center. We thank you that you have brought them to us. And Father, we know that they are out of another church actually here in town. But Father, we're a family together. So therefore, we, we lift them up. We support them. Father, I just heard that they're going to use our band in one of their, in, in one of their things that they're having here uh, just, just a little later this summer. And Father, we just thank you that we get the opportunity of sharing our band with other churches, with other, with other organizations. Father, we love you, we appreciate you, and most of all, we love your son and appreciate what he has done for us. And so, Father, we give back to him. We give back into his kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.